too. Can't help us. And we finally realize we need to turn to God. But this seems like the only time we turn to him and we remember him. I can say that because I've been there myself. Before being called into the ministry and serving God. Oh yeah. I know what it's like to be backed into a corner. Mm -hmm. You tried everything you know and nothing is working. Uh -huh. and, and we finally say, God, if you get me out of this, oh, yeah. I won't do it again. Yes, sir. If you get me out of this one, I'll turn around and I'll do right. I don't know how many times I told that to him. <laughs> I don't know how many times. God, if you just give me one more chance. I can I can I can count the time. I've ran and ran and ran and ran. Because I felt like I just wasn't ready to do all that God wanted me to do. And I thought, really, that I would be missing out on the best part of my life if I was to make that kind of commitment then. And I'll tell you this, at the age of 19, God called me. And after being called, I sat down and I cried. And the pastor came to me and she said, boy, why are you crying? I said, I just can't figure out why I stayed out there so long. And at that point, I was only 19 years of age. When you read Ecclesiastes, the 12th chapter, mm -hmm. it starts off talking about a young man. Yes. But as you read it, gradually he ends up talking about an old man. Someone that has exhausted all of his or her time. And no longer finding any pleasure in life itself. And you know, we turn to a lot of things trying to find the answer. And he talks here about much learning, much reading. And how it can be weary to a person. Because the answer you need can only be found in one book. But for most of us, if I would use myself as an example, 
was on the ship somewhere collecting dust. I don't know a person when I was coming up that didn't have a Bible, a New Testament, or something. They were giving them out at school. Oh, yeah. And everybody had one. And mine was there collecting dust. And I was looking for all the answers in the wrong place. And this is what Ecclesiastes chapter 12 is telling us. That God has given you life. But to use that life in total disregard of God. The preacher said, I found it to be vanity, 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 vanity. Because anytime you live on this earth and have not gotten to know God, you have lived a life in vain. You have never came to your purpose or your potential <coughs> in life. Mm -hmm. And I would like to say that there are so many people who have left here not knowing his or her potential. Here's or her purpose in this life. And I believe that if she could get up here right now, yes, Lord. as I've heard many of you say, she had a love for God. Yes, she, yes, she, did. Did. Yes, she did. She would tell you to remember God. Don't wait until your life is used up. Don't wait until the best part of you is all burnt up. But God is your creator. And he should get by right the best that you have to give oh, yeah. in this life. By right, he should get that because he created you. You listen to what I'm saying? By right. But he's such a loving God. He won't force you. He won't beat you to get it. He won't drag you through this world to get it. But he said, here I stand at the door knocking. And then he made to open up. I don't care what kind of condition you're in. But if you just open up, he said, I'll come in. And I'll suck with you. And that's what God wants. Yes. That's what God wants for you. For you. Don't make the mistake that so many have made. 
feeling that if they were to choose God today, they would be messing up their lives forever. I'm here to tell you that he is the best thing yes. that ever happened yes, to me. Amen. And if I had known at 19, The years coming up to that age, I would have surrendered earlier. Oh, yes. I'm glad yes. to be a child of God. Amen. And I hope that you are glad to be in the land of the living. Yes. Because that means that you have an opportunity to say, Lord, here I am. I believe in you. Come into my life, me, a sinner, and save me. And you know what? He'll do it, he'll do it, he'll do it, he'll do it every time. Yes, he will. Because the Bible says that this is a fact and a word of all acceptation. That Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Yes. And people frown on that, don't want to be a sinner. But I'm here to tell you, I was a sinner. I was kicking over everything I could kick over. Come on. <laughs> a sinner, a sinner, a sinner. But you know what? Oh, <laughs> If you found a sinner, you can't be saved. Because he came. To save sinners. He came to save sinners. You're not too bad. You're not too bad. That he can't save you. At this time, I've said all that I think need to be said. And I believe there's a closing song for your glory. It didn't say who. There's a closing song. Sister Harper, come on. Amen. I'm sorry. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, forgive me, baby. I... Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible tells us, and we don't pay much attention to it, but God is good, amen? The scripture says, in everything, in everything, in everything, give thanks. We don't always understand, we don't always see, we don't always know. God, why should I give you thanks in this? But God has a purpose and God has a plan. Yes, God yes. says in everything, hallelujah. hallelujah. God is worthy of praise. He is our creator. He is our keeper. He is our deliverer. Yes, and to the family, I just want to encourage you. Amen. Mother, Sister Clark, Brother Clark, yes. Pastor, I met Sister LaDonna once in church. 
And I knew sister was praying and she was asking us to pray yeah. for yeah. her sister. She loved her sister, yeah. amen. And I knew that. I thank God for her family. I thank God for all of you. But I just want to encourage you with this scripture. And it's coming from Psalms chapter two, uh, 121. And it says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help. My help, hallelujah, cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved, but he will keep thee and will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from the all evil, and shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Family, in your time of sorrow, look to Jesus. In your time of need, look to Jesus. For he is the author and the finisher of our faith. God is our only hope. Hallelujah. He is the way, the truth. He is the only way. Amen. God is, Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life. He says, no man cometh to the Father but by me. And in your time of need, and your time of trouble, God is a very present help. Hallelujah. So be encouraged. Look to Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Thank you. 
I love you. And please continue to watch over me and your kids. You told me to be a soldier. So I'll continue, I'll continue to step every time. You know I'm forever ten toes down until the end of time. Thank you for all that you taught us, even if it was small, small or big. From here or there, now you can watch all of us at once. Forever standing tall. We love you and thanks everybody for coming.